Genoa. This is Yusuf. And this is In Flight Entertainment. Hey, how's everyone this week? I hope everyone uh, is uh, safe, healthy, and if you're traveling, traveling with no issues. Uh, if you are traveling or if you are chilling on your couch, uh, we have a review for you this week in the form of Amazon Prime movie. Yes, so we're looking at the uh, true story, 13 Lives. It is about the rescue mission that was assembled in Thailand back in 2018 when a group of um, a soccer team and the coach were trapped in a system of underground caves that were flooding with an early monsoon storm. Um, Directed by Ron Howard and written by William. Nicholson and Don McPherson and stars Vigo Mortison, Colin Farrell, and Joe Edgerton. All right. Yes. And they are pretty much the, the English speaking the, uh, the Caucasian, the white the white saviors. Well, in this case, I mean, I can't argue against them. I mean, they wouldn't have. There wouldn't have survived without these white savers acting in real life. I mean, I'm I'm pretty hard pressed. You know, you'll see some black guys like, all right, we yeah, we we let's go in there and do this because we don't get out with water like that. So if y'all want to get saved, yes, we will have some white people save y'all in this instance. <laughs> yeah. yeah, agreed. Yes, <laughs> and also cave diving is a very uh, particular skill set. Yes. And that is because you have to, um, like, regulate your breathing and make sure you don't get stressed out and overuse your oxygen so that you can get out of any cave that you've gone into. Um, it also sometimes requires you to take off your equipment so that you can slide through small holes. Um, and just really not for folks that might be claustrophobic. Yes. Right. <laughs> so I salute you white folks that know how to do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, and also uh, this movie, you know, like uh, General said, this takes place in Thailand, and a majority of the cast are, you know, Thai uh, you know, Thai families, the Thai, uh, was it the, the uh, was it the it's the it's the Thai Navy, right? It's like the, the Thai Navy divers were help was were helping also or giving assistance. Um, yeah, it's like the the Thai uh, like Navy SEALs. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, yeah. So it was it was a very <laughs> it was a very gripping and very uh, uh, intense uh, retelling. Uh, of course, in movie form. And like, hats off. I mean, Ron Howard is the best to do it. I mean, anyone who watched Apollo 13, you know, he just know how to do a histor- like a historical like event, a life or death event that was filled with suspense and nail-biting moments in real life. 
and flip it and parlay it into movie form and make and make it really just you lean forward, like just hoping that everything will be okay and no one dies. Thing like that. So yeah, my Howard, he's the best at it. You know how to do it. Yeah. Um I mean Yes, that's it. Like to everything you said, but one of the divers that were was actually involved in the rescue, uh, Rick Stanton. He did praise the film's accuracy, saying that the only cinematic change was that that Ron Howard made the water a little bit clearer. Mm-hmm. Um, in reality, the the water that the divers were swimming through was. was super muddy and you couldn't see anything. So just to add to that claustrophobic feeling under, under ground, which, so I decided while I was watching this movie, like normally the movies that give me the most like panic Mm. when I'm watching them are movies that, that like show the heights uh, so like free solo or there's the ice rock climbing dude, right. his movie, like those movies were terrifying to me. <laughs> I now have a new fear, uh, or like movies that I can no longer watch. And that is, uh, movies about cave diving. <laughs> Yeah, it would be a trapped in sand caves. Also, <laughs> I just I I cannot watch any movies about cave diving because it is way it was just too stressful. Like, yeah, the way he the way Ron Howard shot the the scenes, like it felt like you were trapped in there with them. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's what made the scenes really like intense and claustrophobic, and like you write in there with the dire divers. I mean, hats off to the, I guess the underwater, the underwater camera unit of this movie, because wow, they did a great job kind of keeping the shots tight when they're in water and the dive right behind the divers. And they were going through the cracks and crevices under the water. Uh, and I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and Vigo and Colin Farrell did their own stunt diving. Nice. Uh, which made made it easier for Ron Howard to like edit the film because there was so many close-ups of the real actors doing the real diving. Uh, but they did have, uh, according to like, they admitted to Ron Howard after filming that they did have they suffered moments of panic while through while they're diving scenes. So I'm sure like some of the act quote unquote acting of them having a panic attack is them having a panic attack. (laughs) Oh goodness. Oh yeah. Wow. I mean, that's dedication. I mean, hats off to them. Uh, yeah. So I, (laughs) yeah. Hey, the things you do for your art. Crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah. Now, with this, uh, with this movie and this, you know, true life fit that the movie is based off of, um, it has a it, it has a really good device throughout the movie of just like plotting the timeline of what happened and how it happened, you know, because it opens up with the soccer team practicing and. Uh, and you know, just the you know, just the team talk and banter, and you know, all of that. And it's some one of the, 
one of the boys' birthdays is the next day, I think. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they're talking about, oh, you know, you know birthdays. So, oh, is, is it? No, actually, it was that night. It was yeah, that they night. Were, yeah, they were all going to go to a birthday party after their soccer game. Uh, but they wanted to go explore the caves before... Before they went to the party and, and, you know, celebrate soccer being over. Um, And the cave system was something that that they'd all been to and and liked to run and and do. And the soccer coach decided to go with them because he just he didn't want to leave the kids alone. Um, He didn't have to go. He was just being, you know, a good adult. These are these are basically latchkey kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, I'll probably been with them if I was their age. When it's like, hey, let's go, like, hang out the cage. Yeah, because and it seems like they've been they were doing it for so long. Like they see, like they right. knew the cave, like certain tunnels, like the back of their hands. But they what they did not expect, however, was this early monsoon type rainfall to happen that evening. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. And so normally, you know, these villages know when the monsoon season is going to start. And in this situation, it started maybe because of global warming, like a month early, mm-hmm. um, which really sort of caught everyone by surprise. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, now we have the, the panicking family, you know, trying to figure out, oh, what's going on? Actually, one of the one of the soccer players didn't go, and so they like that. I think that player went, you know, went to the bar. Like, okay, yeah, well, like, where is everybody? Out there and come back from the cave. I, I, I believe, and you know, they're like, oh, let's go back to the cave. They see the bikes outside the cave. You know, they go in there, but you know, the water is looking kind of not welcoming. And so they kind of say authority. So, OK, stay back, stay back. Um, they'll be OK. Um, and then we start seeing days later, days, this day, this day, this day. So this caught attention of, you know, Rick and John because uh, they were just kind of looking at the play by play of the situation that was happening in Thailand. Uh, I think they were in London. No, I think Rick John was in London. Rick was in London. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Rick was somewhere in England, but yeah. John was in in London because that's where his family was. Mm-hmm. All right. So you know, so they they rally they rally together to go go to Thailand and. Just to see what's happening, if they can, you know, if they can use, if they can lend their expertise to get the boys out. Well, then, well, because they are like they are part of an international rescue crew mm-hmm. of 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 divers, and so their name was on a list for the governor of this town to let you know if you wanted expert divers. These were two guys that are on the international list that you should be calling. Um, so that's how they did end up in Thailand. Um, I think both Rick Stanton and John Valenthin, um are responsible for a number of, of rescues. Uh, the movie doesn't get into it and I didn't have the mental capacity to dive into it, but I do know that I recognize their names. Um, 
from a couple outside magazine articles. And so like when this was happening in real time and on the news, I I do remember all of this happening. Um, Something the movie doesn't get into is how, how much this did explode on social media. And one of the, this was when I knew like Elon Musk had, had completely lost it, uh, was when all this was going, he, he said he would send a submarine to help rescue the boys. Did that happen? Uh, He did. He he did send a submarine to Thailand. (laughs) Yes. Um, what was okay? Can a submarine get in a like well, a mountain? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe he thought it was like in Raiders of the Lost Ark that type of tunnel <laughs> that the kids were lo- <laughs> stuck in. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe yeah. some sort of like Scooby Doo type of situation. Uh, oh my goodness! Yeah. yeah. Just, well. Like when he posted that on Twitter, I was like, oh man, I have to stop following you. You're crazy. And so part like part of this entire rescue, um, Elon Musk and one of the the divers got into a huge back and forth on Twitter to the point where Elon Musk called the, the diver a pedo. Oh. And it went into um the the diver and I don't remember which one. Um, I want to say it was Rick Stanton uh, sued him for defamation, and it was in the Los Angeles courts. And I think last summer uh, was thrown out, or Elon Musk won the, the case uh, because he said that he apologized right after, and it's a common like. Thing that people in South Africa call each other when they're insulting each other. It wasn't meant to actually say that he was a pedophile. So mm. that's why the case was thrown out. But they didn't like the the movie does a really good job of focusing on what was happening on the ground right. and not necessarily the aftermath. The, <laughs> the media uh, that was surrounding it. They were it was really focused on the rescuers, both of the Thai. Navy SEALs, like the governor and at least one, one or two parents that they really focused on. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And actually, uh, actual, uh, Thai, um, Navy SEAL that we had a casualty, his name was, uh, Saman Kunan. Uh, he died of asphyxiation. Um, so the film was dedicated to him. Uh, so he was, he was the only casualty at the whole rescue attempt. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was yeah, it was really good. And like I said, how Rod Howard staged these mo and these scenes, just like okay, we, we, they 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 they've got over one hurdle. <laughs> Crap, here's another hurdle. All right, the guy over this hurdle. Oh crap! Here's another. It's like okay, we went. We got through six hours through this <laughs> through this cave. We finally found them. Oh crap! 
how are we going to get how we're going to get them out you know just like these just these beats that is like just you think like okay all right we'll be okay oh damn then there's something else we have it that they have a hurdle another hurdle they have to try to get over um yeah i mean something that i wasn't aware of when it was happening was how they diverted all the water or as much water as they possibly could away from the mountain Mm-hmm. So that those caves didn't totally fill up, which mm-hmm. like that is amazing. Mm-hmm. That right there is just like total engineering feats. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we the movie does focus and like does a nice job of showing everyone in the community really and around the world got behind saving the, the, these 13 lives. Um, so there was a engineer that, that was just happening to be vacationing uh, in, in the area. And he came over and he was like, I hear he found a local. He's like, I hear, you know, the mountain. Well, show me where all of the sinkholes are that, that redirect water into the mountain and we can move that away from mm. the mountain. And and like build a pipe system and diverters to get the water away from all of these holes that were channeling the water inside the mountain. Yeah, they had a village ingenuity. Yeah, and also, you know, they go go to the village. The villagers, you know, they were saying, well, they just gave them a heads up. Okay, well, you know. It's the, your crops are gonna take a hit, <laughs> um, you know. But well, they, you know, they they did ask them, like, yeah, are are you like are you interested in helping the boys that are stuck in the caves? Mm-hmm. But it will mean the destruction of your crops, and then they all voted yes, yes. We you know right. lives are more important than than our crops, and so they did vote that way. Right. And I also like I I I mean I've been there, you know, so I got an idea of I like just being with the people. But this movie just highlights just how the Thai community is. Like, okay, just for, like for instance, you know, you have these 13 kids in the cave, cold, hungry, scared. When they found them, they finally found them. The first thing they did was stand up and just just thanking, just humbly thanking them just for being there. You know, there was a yelling, oh, my God, we get me out of here. Get out. We're going to die. What are we going to do? What's my mama? But here, I mean, there was just so just meditatively, which they were doing, by the way, they were meditating. You know, they were chanting when in the dark, they were trying to just keep themselves cool, keeping themselves centered. Because they felt like, because they know panicking isn't help going to help them. And it's just such a polar opposite, you know, reaction when you've seen them opposite, you know, baby Jessica and Will, whatever, you know. It's like, you know, and then, you know, and then they show, you know, uh, they want to either 
Vigo or um, Colin, you know, they had the camera, right? Just to show proof of life. Like, okay, they're alive. You know, say something. They're like, okay, yeah, mama, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. You know, you know, there was a mama. I'm scared. Help me. I'm, none of that shit with them. Like, those kids were just so posture, so calm, so centered. I'm like, these kids are amazing. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. And just constantly thanking, you know, them just for, like, finding them. You know, they don't even know if they're going to get out. They're like, we're just thank Thank you for finding us at least, you know, just so humble. Um, yeah. And then with the community, like the village was like, uh, if we do this, are, are the kids going to live? And they're like, well, you know, it's no guarantee. And like, but and so the threats, okay, well, we're going to do it anyway, you know? So I don't know. Just, just seeing how they react to a crisis, the, pe- the, the, the people in the crisis and the people uh, trying to save said people in the crisis. It's just like, wow, man, we can learn from that. <laughs> yeah. Well, but yeah, so that's why, yeah, that's why I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. So the boys were trapped. Was it 19 days? Yeah. Yeah. They're about 19. Uh, Almost and, a month. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And and I think another thing that the movie does a really nice job of capturing, besides like the Thai culture, that the entire community is rallying together to save the boys um, and that, you know, their religion, their faith in their spirits, um, the meditation practice all kept them focused on a positive outcome um, was really nice. But the other thing that the movie hit on that you didn't really hear in the news mm. was how the boys were actually taken out. Because I remember when this was in the news, it sounded like that, that the boys were swimming out like on their own. Um, and I remember when it was happening, I was like, man, those boys are like have been stuck in that cave for two weeks, over two weeks. And now they're going to like swim out. That's crazy. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's some Schwarzenegger type stamina there. Seriously. <laughs> but the movie answered the question on how they did that is that they got a nice little shot of ketamine and were actually uh, pulled out, pushed out like packages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, which, Man, yeah, I'd want to be on ketamine too if I had to go through that <laughs> system because I would definitely have a panic attack and pull off my mask and end up drowning. Yeah, wow. I mean that that alone. I think that moment just that really had me just on the edge. Like, wait a minute, you are they actually gonna do and they and they would tell them, okay, you know, this is how you. You know, punk, just how you puncture the needle through the, the wetsuit, you know, and they would just kind of give them instructions. Like, if we, if you don't do it, you know, it's not going to get in there. And then the kid's going to panic and they're going to lose oxygen and then they're not <laughs> going to make it through the six hour trek through this cave. So, yeah, I was like, wow. I mean, genius. I mean, like, how did, and got, and got them all out? Like, whoa. Like, that was really. <laughs> That right there alone was just like give these people like gold medals and honor or whatever you want to give them. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you know, got them, got them all through. 
Unfortunately, just had one casualty in the form of a World uh, Navy SEAL. And uh, yeah, and everybody got back to their family safely and 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 and, and all of them happy, happy, happily ever after. after <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure the, the soccer players, I, I think they're probably, uh, uh, I think they're probably hesitant to get back in the cave. They probably are doing <laughs> it now. I don't know. Who knows? But, you know, now they learned their lesson. What you see? So, but right. the day was. But, Maybe check the weather before you go into a really tiny cave system. <laughs> that's true. But the crazy thing was, it's like, once they get in, like that's when it started drizzling, which was really like very ominous. I guess if they seen, if they actually like seen rain come in, they probably would be like, uh, I don't know. I think we need to. But you know, when it got in, that's when like the clouds started forming and you know, right. drizzling uh, down. Yeah. It feels like they were, may have been in the cave system for a bit. Um and didn't see the the rain clouds coming. Right. But what I don't re- okay, I, I don't know if I, I I don't know if it was any clarity on this one. But did they get did they get pushed into the cave six? Did they get pushed six hours in, or they just like walk six hours into that cave? Wait, what? Because you know, like they were six hours deep in that cave. Well, that's when you're swimming through it. Not okay. necessarily when you're walking through it. Okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. <laughs> but even still, damn, that's a lot of walking. <laughs> yeah, so, but, well, and I think the reason why, so at the beginning of the film, they show the kids, like, running through the cave, and there's a part where the kid goes, oh, look, this is my favorite part, and he has to, like, get on his stomach and crawl through a tiny little opening mm-hmm. into the back part of the cave, like, into another big opening of the cave, which is where the boys are found. Right. So I think that the boys were we're just, you know, being boys and running around and exploring things. And it just happened to be at the very back of the mm. cave system. I don't think it necessarily took, you know, three hours to get walk back there. I think it's just boys running around and covering a lot of space. Yeah, good point. Good point. Yeah, because you probably you probably get about a, an hour at best out of me going in the cave. I'm like, all right. It's time, yeah. time to go. <laughs> well, I, I, personally, I would any like what I've learned from uh, Spartan races because there is an obstacle at the Spartan in Spartan races where you do have to climb through a long uh, tunnel, mm-hmm. and sometimes they do have them underground, and it's just it's long, it's dark, um, and I choose to do burpees instead of doing that because just the idea of getting stuck in that tunnel is terrifying to me. And so in the beginning of the movie, when they show the the kids climbing through the tiny little tunnel and there is like a rope that pushes them through or or shows them where they're going. I was like, nope, I want to turn (laughs) back right there. It's all a bad idea. Yeah, no, man. Yeah, like there, there's a, a 
a TV show on Peacock called The Resort. And there's a scene where one of the main actors um, is climbing through a a tiny little tunnel. Mm. And I was like, nope, this seems like a really, really bad idea. Just just asking to be stuck in there. And nope. Yeah, so me and Joe was definitely able to say wave lake on caves and small spaces. Like, you know. Yeah. Uh, apparently it's a it's a thing that I, I don't like. Well, that makes two of us. I don't like that either. I mean I had to learn this as an adult because who knew? <laughs> yeah, well yeah. but they say, you know, keep living, you'll learn new things. <laughs> and you did. Oh my lord. Yeah. So, okay. What's the purpose of that section of the spot? Is it was is it like army crawling through a small space, or are you running through like a tunnel? No, oh, it's 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 like on your army crawl. You're on your stomach. Oh, okay, you're army crawling. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 No, I would definitely be next to you burping out. <laughs> like. Yeah. Yeah. They like. There was one race I did it where it was like an old sewer tunnel that you had to climb through. I was like, nope, this is horrible. Uh, and then another one where they had above ground just looked like giant cat toys that you were crawling through. Um, and I was fine with that. But the old sewer tunnel, sewage tunnel, I was like, I don't care how clean this thing is. Uh, and it was very clean, but I just, <laughs> nope. Okay, so I think this is where you and I would split ways okay because if it's like a sewer setting my in my head movies i'm thinking i might come across four ninja turtles in the sewer. <laughs> but it but it was you still had to crawl on your like stomach to get through it yeah but i'm thinking like well maybe when i get through it i see you know some <laughs> turtles flipping and fighting and some pizza oh. at the end of the obstacle course you know yeah, <laughs> that's that's all on you. you. You enjoy that. You find your turtles in there. <laughs> yeah, and I'll be highly disappointed once I get through it and see there's no piece and or four turtles of you know ninjas. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> all right. So what is our ratings? Uh, watch it on Amazon with the family sitting sitting on the sofa. Have it on in the background so you can avoid all of the uh, terrifying tunnel scenes uh, <laughs> or just forget about it altogether and go outside and Find get a cave. off of life. Yeah. <laughs> Find a cave yeah. Oh, no, this this is it now. I, I, I was I was I was I was drawn in from like shot one. Um, like I said, Ron Howard have does such an amazing job of just chronicling, you know, m- these moments, you know, and keeping it, like you said, like in the crisis of what was happening, you know, um, like you, you're deep in there. Just like I said, just like Apollo 13, like the only, the only scenes it was toggling was between Mission Control and Apollo 13. Like that was like the, that was the bulk of the movie. And then sometimes yeah. it would cut out, it would cut to um, the wife. But that's pretty much it. Like it, it stayed with Mission Control and Apollo. And I think this, this kind, in this movie, it does a good job of kind of just sticking with the key players that help, you know, get everybody out of this moment of crisis. And uh, 
Yeah. And yeah, no, I was, I, I was like, I was drawn in. I, I thought it was good, you know, and throughout all of the claustrophobic tense moments, there were some tense moments. I, I give it that. Well, um, yeah. At the end, it was gratifying seeing like what all they went through and everybody got out. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely sit on the sofa for me. Um, I don't know if I can watch it more than once uh, because of the all the cave diving scenes. But yeah, Ron, Ron Howard did a really nice job. I also like that he, like the the Thai culture, um, and and he let them use their language versus having everyone speak English. Yeah. Um, I did like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Also, can we just talk about Colin Farrell for a second? <laughs> because he shaved off his widow's peak. Mm-hmm. And I totally didn't recognize him for a good five minutes of the film. I'm like, who is that? I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> That's Colin Farrell. <laughs> and him and Vigo look like they're the same age in the movie. Okay, who's older? Vigo, right? Vigo, he's like, I think he's like 15 years older than Colin Farrell. No, 20 years? Holy crap. Colin Farrell was born in 76. Uh, Vigo was born in 58. Wow. So almost almost 20 years. It's 18 years. Damn. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. They, they look like they could have been like twin as far as they age. Like they look <laughs> the same age in the film. <laughs> Hell. Yeah, they call call him fair, man. He he's a chameleon, you know? He just kinda he just appearance wise, who <laughs> however he need to look, he he'll look it. <laughs> yeah. I think it's yeah. going to like a appearance, like a renaissance of like roles that have him also appearance because you know he was in the Batman, he was the penguin, and like no one rec like he was unrecognizable as the penguin in the in the Batman. Uh and now <laughs> now he's like you say shaved so I was like, oh wow, you yeah, you, yeah, wow. You look old, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it was weird because they put him in like when he was in his at the beginning of the movie, we first see him and he's like in a suit or dad outfit. Mm-hmm. And he looks sort of like he has a dad's body. Right. Yeah. But when they show him in the wetsuit or coming out swimming, like he even acts like a dad in the film. I know yeah. he's a dad in the film, but he's like that. Like you would expect that character to have a dad joke. You're right. <laughs> Uh, but then when they show him in the wetsuit, you're like, oh, that guy has a nice body. Oh, that's Colin Farrell. Of course he has a nice body. <laughs> yes, it's a trademark. He's not going to let go of a trademark. I mean, he'll, he'll, put, he'll put on a fat suit, but he ain't going to get fat on right. it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't do it. <laughs> All right, cool. So there you have it. Thirteen lives. Yes, it's uh, it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, if you have Amazon Prime, it is an Amazon Prime original, so you can uh, check it out there. Yeah, we give it you know two two butts down slash smooth flights. 
Yes, definitely check it out. It was it was really it was really great. It was really well crafted movie. And plus, Ron Howard, he yeah, he always knows what he's doing behind the camera. So definitely check it out. Uh, cool, and we will see you next week with another one. Until then, wish everyone safe, physical distancing, and stay safe. Yes, peace.